<laughs> What's going <laughs> on, everybody? This is Dr. Chris Feathersoda here for yet another episode of uh, This is the Legion of Raw. I was uh, actually looking for a uh, a bounties. Uh, oh, we, we, I had. we need something tonight, man. The bounties came back today, man, in the form of Bobby Lashley and Omos. <laughs> the last, uh, did you see that? No, I didn't even see. Was it? Was, no, I didn't even see it. <laughs> the last part of uh, of Raw, man, they did like a pose down, and like <laughs> they look like the bounties. I said, "The bounties are back." <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh man, Vince, Vince, brutal. We get a bunch of we get a bunch of buzz throughout the, the whole weekend. The whole weekend was full of pro wrestling buzz. This is probably the most buzzworthy pro wrestling weekend of the entire year. Brian Danielson, CM Punk, Ruby Soho, Adam Cole, baby. WWE Raw was just ripe for the picking to just deliver something exciting. And uh, we get a bust, Vince. How you doing, man? I don't know. Uh, uh Chris, I can't figure it out anymore, man. I just, I can't, I don't understand it. I just don't understand it. I, Vince, I, after all the amazing week, weekend of buzz. I mean, we, we were talking about, a, you know, I heard an emergency meeting because of all the buzz from Vince McMahon today, and this is what we get. <laughs> But uh, Chris, then I'm here in emergency meeting, but then I'm hearing he's not at the building. Yeah. So what, what was it like a teleconference? It was I a mean, text from what I heard. How emergency was the meeting? It wasn't. Well, <laughs> Vince, here's the thing, man. If the emergency meeting was to deliver this, <laughs> I mean, that's the emergency right there for what we saw. So, like, here's the thing, Vince. If there was really an emergency meeting, that means that it would have to be a overhaul or a shift from what already was being presented. So from what we saw today, if there was a, if this was a better version of something, I do not want to know what that something was. Cause this was awful. Vince. This was a, a terrible, it was an alley-oop Vince. This, this, this week of pro wrestling was an alley-oop for raw to, to just bring it in. Saturday, Sunday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, bunch of buzz, an alley oop for WWE to to uh, deliver something exciting. You were having people because of the buzz, <clears throat> people, casual fans could could come in and say, "Okay, well, all this is going on. What's going on with all this wrestling stuff?" Okay, well, let's see what Raw is talking about since WWE is the there's this AEW show, right? Okay, well, let me check out Raw, and it's like, man. Even if pro wrestling this weekend brought in casual fans, WCW, I mean, WWE, from what we saw today, pushed them right back on out. So, Vince, what do you think, man? Uh, Well, Chris, I got to say this, man. I just have to say this. Um, You know, I I believe, bro, listen, when, when, when I was at the WWE and Eric Bischoff was reeling off 83 weeks in a row mm-hmm. what 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 happened was they created a seam for us 
because they just creatively became bankrupt. They they watered down that NWO black and red and Wolfgang yeah. and red gang and pink gang. They watered that thing down so much that they opened up a hole for us to work our way in. Yeah. And once we got inside, boom, we blew it up. Yeah. WWE has done the same thing here. They have created an opening for AEW. But Chris, I'm just telling you, there's nothing they're doing that's going to get casual fans, bro. <laughs> AEW, AE, I'm telling you, bro, this is the mentality of AEW. They're looking at all these pieces now, and, and it really is like Tony Khan playing with his action figures oh, because what they're doing, Chris, is they're looking at all these pieces now, and you know what they're thinking? The matchups. The matchups, the, the match dream matches, the dream, bro, match. the dream, bro. Casual fans don't give a crap about that. And how do you know I'm right? How do you, how, how I'll tell you exactly how, you know, I'm right, bro. You don't have CM Punk's first night and then bring in not only Daniel Bryan, but Adam Cole, on the same night <laughs> you don't do that bro you don't do that this was cm punk's night if you know you got daniel bryan and adam cole you've got to create the situations for them so when they appear on tv the roof blows off and and we're already into a story line yeah, Speaking yeah. for all the casual fans out there, bro, we don't care about matchups and dream matches and five-star matches. Nobody cares about that. Yeah. So it's like, listen, man, where, where the WWE is just failing miserable with a terrible, terrible show – Bro, all AEW is doing is 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 buying more action figures. That's really all they're doing. So, like both of these companies, like, bro, I'm sorry, Chris, but nobody is doing this correctly. Yeah. Not not if they want to get casual fans, bro. They're not doing it correctly. I agree with you, my man. You know, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of things that I had to say about AEW um, that I've critiqued. That I will say that at least it brought some for the for the hardcore fans that are in the pocket. All right, that are the the, the hardcore people. At least it created something for the hardcore fans because pro wrestling in general has gotten so bad that even the hardcore fans are just dissatisfied across the board. But I would say at least this weekend, and I agree with you as far as I, I'm old school, and I've said this so many times, and you know this, Vince. I'm old school. I'm all about storylines. I'm all about stretching things out. I've said many times on this show and the other show that Vince and I have, I've said so many times, I am not a fan of using money to pop reactions. And or pop ratings. I'm not a fan of that because at the end of the day, it just leads 
to dissatisfaction just a week or two or three weeks later. I'm not a fan of that. So, and this is what we see a lot, mostly with today's pro wrestling. It's no storylines. It's just I'm going to continue to throw money at the wall <laughs> to see, to just pop a reaction, pop a reaction. Pro, no, pro, bro, pro, it's, pro, it, pro. it's playing with action figures. Yeah. Yep. There's a new action figure at Target this week, Mom. You got I gotta get that action figure to add. Bro, this is real life. Yep. A, a grown man adding to his action figures. That's that's what's going on here, bro. Yeah. yeah. Bro, yeah. Chris, don't you find it amazing? L let's be honest. Chris, let me make one thing perfectly clear. I don't want Bro, the thought of me working a full-time job in professional wrestling in 2021 right now at my age is ludicrous. Absolutely ludicrous. So I want to make this clear. I am not interested in being the head writer for any company. Okay, bro, bro, my, my, my wife, it, when I, I sent my wife to a, a wedding by herself, a family wedding, because I won't even get on a plane. You, you think I'm going to get on a plane for wrestling? Are, are you out of your mind? Yeah. No. Here's my point. Do you know how ridiculous it is, bro? That you know, we 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 we've got all this talent in and out, and AEW's picking up all this talent, and WWE's bringing back Brock and Becky and everybody they can bring back, bro. How ridiculous do you find it that they continue to go down this road, but not one of these companies is looking at the creative? If that that blows my mind, bro. That is like, Chris, this is what it's like. Having a crappy script and you keep bringing in these big name actors thinking that these big name actors are going to make a crappy script a good script. No, bro, it's still a crappy script. Yeah. You know, you know, you know how I explain it all the time, Chris. We you and I both know De Niro. Okay, bro. Bro, De Niro was also in Rocky and Bullwinkle. Okay. And De Niro could not save Rocky and Bullwinkle. Okay, because if the script was garbage. With, with 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 AEW, there is no script. Yeah. And, well, well, bro, there's really no script with either company. What we saw tonight wasn't a script, bro. Mm. I mean, what 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 was storyline tonight, bro? I don't know. The storyline was revolved around a tag team turmoil match that was as predictable as today is Monday. I just, I mean, this, again... Again, Vince, I'll give credit where credit is due. The hardcore fans got their jollies, you know, this weekend. All right. I agree. It, it, it caused a reaction. It caused a pop. It caused some buzz. And here's my thing, Vince. I'm old school. I'm, a, I'm an old school wrestling fan. I'm all about storylines. There's a lot that I critique about AEW and WWE, period. But I was like, okay, to give credit where credit is due, let's, let's, let's just draw positivity from somewhere all right the hardcore fans were satisfied this past weekend from the pop reactions which i'm not a fan of but pop reactions chicago 
uh, good friend of mine. He was there. He said it was a great time. All right. So what I'm thinking in my head, Raw and WWE couldn't even cater to their hardcore audience. That's what that's what gets me. That that's what bugs me to no end, Vince. At least Khan, while I don't not a big fan of it from a business standpoint, because you want to draw people, not just cater to the house. <clears throat> the house don't care what matches you put together. I mean, if you you could put together, you know, uh Jolly Wills versus you know Mickey Mickey Mills, you know what I mean? And as long as there's flips and and canadian destroyers and false finishes on an episode of dynamite and Ra rampage they'll watch it and they'll say this is awesome you know i mean that's that's what hardcore fans does but physically i mean it's 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 so just easy to please a hardcore fan and the wwe can't even do that much and, and that, that's what i'm thinking in my head like on an episode of raw at least you could try to please the hardcore fans and, and an episode of Raw can't even cause. I was looking at that reaction in Miami. That's where MVP is from. He got a reaction. The whole show was just, and, and Miami's a lively town, one of the most livest cities in the whole country. You got thousands of people coming to watch Raw to be entertained. There was very little entertainment tonight. Because, Chris, they're not. That's not what they're selling. They're selling the equity of their brand to business partners. Yep. That's their business. Yep. That's their business, bro. They're selling the 50-year equity of WWE to potential business partners. That's the that that is their model. That's which, it, bro. Which they is the don't. The reason why they have Hulk Hogan on the on the uh, waiting list. The reason why they have you know all these legends. You know, these on the shows list, the mean list. nothing tonight's Correct. show means nothing to Correct. them. Chris, listen. Unless Vince McMahon is deathly ill, and I hope he's not. If this show meant anything tonight, based on everything that AEW did over the weekend. Do you think he wouldn't show? Right. It meant nothing. <laughs> this means this means nothing. It means nothing. And they don't care about Fox and they don't care about USA because they know there are 10 networks behind them. Yeah. 10 networks just waiting to sign the library on the dotted line and that social media uh, you know, platform that they have. That's the business. And and Khan's business is I've got a real live human action figure where I can make all these great matches and Dave Meltzer will talk about how wonderful they are. These are the two business models we are talking about, bro. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I mean, it, 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 that's the reality. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> you, can't, you can't deny that, man. For sure. Hey, my wife is in the building, so everybody shut up and <laughs> listen. <laughs> my wife is in the building. Every time my wife comes. Uh, I like, oh, I like when your wife's in the house. Yes, I like my wife's in the house. She's actually in my house right now, so am I. <laughs> uh, cool. Well, uh, that was a, a, a big uh, perk to my night, so I was uh, about to get upset about Raw, but my wife came in, so that was good. 
Brody, uh, you know I did work for the WWE on Friday. And on, see, bro, if I were anybody else, I would be going in there. I would be putting everything over. Oh, maybe they'll hire me. Bro, on camera, I buried everything. <laughs> I said what was wrong with everything. I think my, uh, well, one of my quotes was, I cannot believe that this company has no clue what brought them to the dance. I I don't know how they don't know what they did. I don't I don't know. I don't know how you don't you there's a track record. Look back at what you did. And I went off and I said to them, you know what? I really hope and pray that you get what you recorded today in front of people that need to see it. Yeah. Because they need to listen to somebody like me. But you, you know what the reality is, Chris? What is they it? don't care. They don't. They don't care. Well, Nick Khan said it was a, it was hey, it's great product. Oh God, bro! Can I, how can Nick Khan look at tonight's show and, and <laughs> say that and and expect to have any credibility from bro. the buzz of this weekend, Vince? How could Nick Khan look at Raw tonight and say, you know what? Hey, AEW. We've got something for you, buddy. <laughs> you think you got something this weekend? You wait till Monday night. We got we got something for you. <laughs> and what we what we have is a start off with Randy Orton and Riddle cutting an in-ring promo and interrupted by Bobby Lashley. Well, before we even get hold on, right? Give me the guy. Give me, oh, give me, here we give me go. Me Joey. It's time give for Joey. Time out, Joey! Time out, Joey! That's it. Bro, we're not going to jump past those riveting promos we got from all the tag teams, bro. Oh, yeah. Those oh, riveting God. promos that, like, bro, as soon as I heard these promos, I'm like, I ain't going anywhere for yeah. three hours, man. Circa, uh, sleep, man. Circa, circa cyanide's ready. Oh, man, with these with the, promos, the shaky, cranky, and, and new day. And, oh, bro, I ain't going anywhere, baby. I am glued to this TV set tonight, oh, bro. Can you imagine if, if we wind up with Shanky and Cranky against the Crowbar and the other guy? Oh, man, I ain't going nowhere. And I say, hey, uh, w, you got some of this? You watch all. You watch Monday night. I've got something for you. <laughs> bro, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me, bro? I, I was looking at those uh, uh, those interviews, and I was, uh, you know, I was like, you know what? This is a very, this is a very bad uh, uh, copy of like Saturday Night's main event from back hey, in the day. Hey, Chris, you know what? At least they went through the trouble to get them. They did. So get, give them that, bro. They actually took the time to record every tag team, bro. So yeah. give them the credit for that. Okay, sure. I'll give them credit oh, for that. I was just ready for, you know, some old school promo to, you know, to come out. And, yeah, I, I wanted that type of I, – I was, I was waiting to hear, like, the old, like, Saturday Night's Man event, like, uh, like, pipe music like during the interviews and 
we couldn't even get that. But hey, okay, I'll give it, I'll give it to you, Vince. They they spent the time with uh with interviewing with with getting all the shots and you know the interviews. So I guess you know, hey, snatch some positivity out of them. I'm cool with it. Um, yeah, so we get the Randy Orton and Riddle promo, and uh, interrupted by uh, MVP and Bobby Lashley. And... Wait, there's another one. There's another one. What, what Joey, what? Joey, Joey, <laughs> what Joey, Q Joey. What did I miss? Q Joey. All right, I'm we're gonna... not we're not running through this show, bro. I'm trying, Vince. Come Joey. on. Time out. Time out. Time out, Joey. Time out, Joey. Hey, listen, we're bro. We're not gonna go right past. We ain't gonna go right past in the first five minutes. We already got USOB. We already got that in the first. So check check that box, bro. Somebody called somebody an SOB. Check that box. Okay, we got it. Oh, oh God! Riveting. No. We're that the, the the theme of tonight, Vince. Oh, the, the word of the night yeah. is riveting. Oh my God! Oh my God! <laughs> what do I? What tell? What type of television I want this weekend? This to tonight on Raw. I want riveting. That's that's what that's what Vince Man wanted. And and by that was riveting what you saw, and then the promos beforehand was riveting. Too. And Chris, this is a rule of thumb, Chris. Chris, when you are in Miami, no matter how many people are there, Chris, you don't have freaking Orton and Lashley come face to face. I want that title. I want, you're gonna get that title. But it's not going to be for any of these people. (laughs) Screw these people. You don't do that, bro, because you just screwed the house. You don't. Everybody knows you don't write a show that way, bro. You don't do that. Yeah. All of you, yeah, it is going to be the match, but uh uh-uh. None of you are going to see that. (laughs) Chris, we're going to get the match. And extreme rules. <laughs> Chris, this is basic stuff, bro. Yeah, yeah. I I agree. Myra with the 299. Hey, Myra. Time out. Greetings from Adelaide. Uh, Thank you, my man, for the 299. Uh yeah, man. Look, I, I agree. It was it just didn't make it. When, when they did that, I said, first of all. I'm going to be at Extreme Rules because I, you know, you know, I live in Columbus, uh, area, Ohio, and so that's where Extreme Rules is going to be. And I'm like, okay, first of all, I'm not even looking forward to the card. And so, like, you're about to do Randy Orton. I mean, Randy Orton's a Hall of Famer, a, a bona fide Hall of Famer. But it's like, okay, so uh, why? I mean, I, I'm I'm supposed to be looking forward to Randy Orton versus. Bobby Lashley at at Extreme Rules. Like, why why am I? Why do I care about that? And not only that, Chris, you already know. Okay, bro. The last two weeks in a row on Raw, we got heat on Lashley going off the air. So we're gonna beat him too. Yeah, okay, exactly. like you, you know, I mean, come on, guys. Like you, 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 you're getting heat on the guy because he's going over at the paper. Like, come on, man. Yeah. You, you gotta do better than that, bro. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Then we get the we get the turmoil 
we get the new day defeating the Viking Raiders. Now, okay, look, I'm a new day fan, and I'm like, okay, well, at least you're putting um I'm saying this very loosely, putting putting them over very I'm saying very loosely. Uh, because at the end of the day, you're just you just propped them up just for <laughs> just for Lashley and and, and uh, MVP to win. But they beat the Viking Raiders. They beat the Jinder Mahal and your 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 boys Jinder Mahal and Veer with uh, Shanky at the Shanky was at, outside like oh wait wait a minute. Shanky at the oh. helm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like you seven foot goof. I'm like what what a world like your boys are getting beat up here like. You're like, oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> like I, I just don't make it doesn't make sense to me at all why they're there, and because they don't ever defend their <laughs> their partners, it doesn't make sense at all to me. And they beat uh, the Lucha House Party, who has new music, which was worse than the one before. And then they beat Mason T Bar, your your other two boys, and then all of a sudden Mason T Bar gets really upset compared to everybody else who lost. They didn't get upset. Right, but Mason T Bar though they got really upset, and they beat up all four of them. They beat up Mansoor, they beat up Ali, they beat up the New Day, and this causes <laughs> the turmoil match to be paused <laughs> for later on tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Again, the word of the night, Vince. Riveting. What you got, my man? And then we, you, you know, again, you got like. You got you got a uh, Cecil B. DeMille there coming out with Adam Pierce and it's good man, it's gonna happen tonight. It's gonna have, like what as a Miami's gonna be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> Miami's just popping for that. Like if we're gonna pause this and we're gonna do it later. Okay, that's gonna get a pop, I, right? I swear, Chris, like I sit at this show, I sit and I watch this show, and I was like, you know. I just did this this stuff for them on Friday, and I'm like, imagine if they like called to consult. Like, I don't even know where to start. Like, where do you start with this? Like, seriously, bro, where, where, what is worth salvaging on this show? Where, where do you start, bro? You know, you would be. It would be really difficult for you if like they just brought you in to take oh, the head God, job bro please please it would be so difficult it would be a train wreck like, they would have to bring in me to give yes, to you definitely <laughs> and, and chris this whole thing this whole thing when 14's remaining we're gonna do this tonight one hour yes one yeah. hour yeah and bro, is, is it is it Monday Night Football on this time next week? Oh, yep, it is, right? Mm -hmm. Oh yep. God, good luck with that, bro. Good yes, luck indeed. with that, bro. Yes, uh, Lewis with five dollars, uh, my man. Yeah, haven't watched Raw in weeks. Thank God, you guys are far more entertaining. Love you guys. I'll also be a Russo guy, my man. Lewis, thank you, Lewis, for five dollars. Uh, <clears throat> All right. Uh, next we have, uh, let's see. Yeah, the Cowboys and the Bucks Thursday. And oh, then, uh, oh okay. Thursday. What's Monday? Uh, Monday is Ravens and Raiders. Good luck. Oh, 
that's going to be tough. <laughs> that's going to be that's going to be tough, man. Uh, you know, uh, the Ravens is they they did a really they they did, they've been doing well lately, you know, and Lamar Jackson and yeah, it's going to be tough for them. It's going to be tough for uh for for Raw for sure. <clears throat> uh next we have uh after that all craziness, we get Sheamus and again, if there's any backstage promos that I'm missing, please let me know cuz I'll be trying to run through this yeah, I will. the show. Um <clears throat> Seamus defeating Drew McIntyre in a number one contenders U.S. title match here. Is is so is Drew a heel now getting heat on the heel after the match? Doesn't the heel doesn't the baby face usually go over and then the heel gets heat on the baby face after the one, two, three? Yes. But here the heel went over and the baby face got heat on the heel after the match. Didn't make sense at all. A- at all. I'm like, what? Like, oh, Seamus is the number one contender. Drew gets nothing from attacking Seamus afterwards, but he attacks him with his mask, and somehow he gets what is. And bro, the, the funniest thing is, bro, at the end of this match, one of one of the commentators says, "This thing is going to go on forever," and I'm like, "You ain't crap, bro! Like this thing has been going on, I swear, since 2002." Yes. Yes. Oh my God! How long has this been going? Yeah, on? it literally has because they used to go, they used to compete each, against each other in Europe. So, oh gosh, rowdy two with five dollars. This show and y'all are more entertaining than Raw. Shout out to Eva. Yeah, Chris, Marie. let's talk about Eva Marie. Yes, let's do it. Let's talk about me and Eva Marie DMing back and forth all weekend over our Giants. Let's talk about that. Yes. And, and bro, we don't even talk wrestling. We just talk Giants. We just talk Giant baseball. That's it. it. That's all we talk about, bro. Love it. Yes. Love it. Um, Seamus, yeah, so he's number one contender again for the U.S. title. As if they had to do this to make him number one contender, and and why, Vince? Why are they doing this to Drew McIntyre? Like, why are they? Again, it's this 50-50 crap. Who stands out? I I, I think he, I think he's way below five hundred now. Yeah, nowadays. <laughs> yeah, I mean, bro, he was fifty fifty right. a month ago. He's like twenty eighty now, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like twenty eighty, cool, man. I just I don't understand why. You have someone who is ready made to be a star. Like it, it is, it just makes me, it just frustrates me so much because it makes me go back to the whole Ryback thing as far as Triple H talking to him and saying, no one's going to transcend the business after Cena. And you see it every single week. I mean, you hit a, you hit a needle in a haystack. You found a needle in a haystack with Roman Reigns. And Roman Reigns is Roman Reigns because. WWE wants to please Fox. I mean, that's that's the reason why but Roman also, Reigns is Chris, you got to understand. Listen, I don't want to take anything away from Roman Reigns because I'm a big Roman Reigns fan, but I have not watched SmackDown since January. But everything I hear, I mean, bro, it doesn't sound like there's much of a story there either. Hey, he's head of the table, head of the table, head of the table, head of the table. Okay, now Brock coming back, and oh, Heyman used to manage Brock. 
my point is, bro, I really think we've made so much more out of Roman Reigns simply because there's nothing else. There's right. nothing oh, yeah. else, bro. Yeah, yeah. There's there nothing. Really is nothing else. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> there really is nothing else. I mean, he's just, you know, and, and with, with Reigns, he, I mean, I, I, I'll give it to Reigns. I mean, Roman Reigns is clearly, you know, the best thing going in all of um, uh, pro wrestling, to me at least, just from a someone who feels like they're transcending the business. The, the, you know, that, that larger than life feel is such a lost art when it comes to pro wrestling. And to me, Roman Reigns is the only person in all of pro wrestling that has a larger than life feel. Lastly, he's getting there in a sense, but. There, there's times that WWE will pull him and reel him back and make him look a lot weaker than what he's supposed to be. Bro, you ain't lodging in life and getting laid out two weeks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. And so uh, I'll give it to Reigns. You know, he he's killing it on, on SmackDown. But I agree with you as far as the gimmick is concerned. Head at a table and things like that. It was really riveting and compelling when there was some reality to it. When 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 Jay Uso was you know going against him and things like that, when he started to side with them, and then Jimmy came in and there was some dissension, and then he sided with them again. Everybody just kind of fell in line, and it's like, eh, you know, what I mean, like it it, it kind of feels storyline now. It kind of feels like WWE has this stamp all over it. Before it had a reality to it, now it's starting to get a bit. I wouldn't say necessarily stale. But it's it's not really fresh anymore. It's not, it's yeah. not necessarily fresh anymore. So, um, <clears throat> so we have uh, Damian Priest cuts a backstage promo afterwards, and uh, he had he he has a he calls his fans something the uh, something of infamy, Knights of Infamy, or something like that. He said in his promo. So he has a fan club now. So uh, <clears throat> it seemed like. It definitely seemed like this was a, a WWE written promo here, <laughs> like my Knights of Infamy, and that was supposed to get a pop uh, somehow. Vince, I thought it was that. Remember uh, Monty Python, the Holy Grail, the Knights that say Neek. That's there who it was. Have that would have popped me. Agents of Infamy is uh, what Rizu said. Okay, there yeah. you go. Thank Agents you. Thank of you. Infamy. Raju, yes, uh, yes, lame. I agree, lame. The Agents of Infamy. Uh, Yes. So somehow that was going to get a pop from Miami. Yes. I want to be an agent of infamy. <laughs> right. <laughs> Woohoo. I'm gonna, am I, it's me. It's me. I'm an agent of infamy. Yes. <laughs> uh, next we get some weird, just some absolutely weird pairing now with Nikki A.S.H. and Rhea Ripley cutting a promo on the back about what? I mean what what is going on? Like, <laughs> and bro, again, just the premise of her saying yeah, you know, I'd like to be the champion, but there's other things and no, you why, why, why are you, in, you you were the champion you lost your title why would you be interested in being a tag team now? It makes no sense. Yeah. No sense. And and why why is Rhea Ripley 
why is we Rhea Ripa even care about Nikki ASA to this point? Like, what is she doing? She's been on a losing streak, Vince. That's like that's like me saying, you know what? Uh, I, you know, everybody knows Ohio State fan, huge Ohio State fan, huge Ohio State mark, and Ryan Day somehow, you know, he's he's doing good. I mean, he has he's never he's this is third year. He hasn't lost a, a preseason. He hasn't lost a regular season game yet. And so that's like Vince Russo's the coach of Colorado, and he's doing not very good. You know, I mean, you typically, you know, losing records over the past five, six years. That's like saying, okay, so I need an assistant coach. I need a really good assistant coach. Hmm. That Vince Russo guy from Colorado, I'm bringing him in. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, you don't, you don't have, you don't have the resume over the past five or six years to show me that I should align myself with you. Why do I want you? Why do I care? And, yeah, and, and Rhea and, Ripley is the same with Nikki A.S.H. In the past, it would have been Nikki proving herself. That that would have been the story in the past. Yeah. Having to prove herself being worthy of that would have been, but no, there's no rhyme or reason for anything. No, there's, there's nothing. It, it's not, all this 50-50 booking is, is causing, it, it makes it really hard to create characters, Vince. It, it makes it really hard to really yeah. put a storyline in place because everything just feels, um, <clears throat> come on, Aaron. Of course I, are you kidding? Aaron, come on. <laughs> what a, what a question. You know, it, it's, it's, you know, it's the sky blue. It's, it's, it's water wet. Hold on. Is that Aaron? 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 Yes. <laughs> Shout out to my man Aaron. He's a weekly fan of this uh, show and uh, Pancakes and Power Slams, uh, my other show. Uh, Aaron's the man. Uh, but yeah, we got to, I got to rib you, Aaron. Uh, you know, of course, of course I watched the Ohio State game last week, last Thursday. Vince and I was actually talking about it when we were recording our show. We were talking about the game. Uh, so yeah, it was, it was riveting. That's the word for tonight, riveting. But yeah, I mean, it just it doesn't create raw doesn't create. Uh, and then my wife is uh, showing us some love too. O H I O, very nice. Um, yeah, and again, oh, can you throw that back up? Yep, bro. Look at the bite. The bite. The, every time I see this, I can't get over the bun head. Look at the bun head, everybody. Look. Yeah. Look at the bun head, Doctor Chris. The look, bun head, bro. <laughs> the bun head, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, my, my butt is over, man. Hey, if you if you look at a bunch of black guys and locks, Google, Google it, Vince. Come on, Vince, Google it, man. A bunch of black guys with buns, and uh, my beautiful wife, who I'm kissing right now, she likes my buns. So that's very all nice. And she's hot. She's very hot. nice. Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> so. uh yeah, so uh, you know, speaking of bun heads, uh, <laughs> uh, Rhea Ripley, <laughs> Rhea Ripley, and 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 Nikki Ash, they defeat Natalia and Tamina Vince, and this is something that. What does this mean? Because they're continuing week after week after week after week to have. Natalia and Tamina lose. They lost like three matches on SmackDown. 
to uh, a team that is barely even recognized. Like they don't who, even who who are the who who's the tag team champions for Nikki the women? And Tamina. Nikki and Tamina. Natalia and Tamina. Or Natalia and Tamina, oh, yeah. They're the champ. Oh, so the oh yeah, because this was one of those contenders matches. Contenders match, That's ladies right. and gentlemen. Yes, it <laughs> That's is. right. I remember that. I popped when I heard that at the beginning. This was one of those contender matches. Yeah. So next week, they'll probably get a shot. Yes, indeed. But here's the thing. Uh, they've been booking this tag, this women's tag match so poorly. I mean, like this this woman's tag division. Nikki, uh, well, I keep saying Nikki, Natalia and Tamina, they've lost to, um, oh gosh, they were from uh, NXT, um, Tegan Knox and Shotzi Blackheart. So they just came up, they just became a team because Shotzi Blackheart was teaming with Ember Moon in NXT for a while. And so Tegan Knox comes up from NXT, Shotzi Blackheart comes up from NXT, and they beat them three times, three times, Vince, on contenders match after contenders match after contenders match, and they still got nothing. Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke, they they get the best of them. They get nothing. And it's like you're having all these teams beat Natalia and Tamina for nothing, and they and Rhea and Nikki ASH is another team who beat Tamina and that's because nobody, nobody's keeping score, bro. Nobody's there. There's so many people, nobody's keeping track of who's winning and who's losing. And that's why we're sitting here and none of this makes any sense. Um, what's I going to say? Is Mandy Rose still on NXT? Yeah. She actually competed last week. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. She got, I guarantee you Natalia is still hurt too. I guarantee you she came back to not lose her spot. I guarantee. Yeah, well, I can see that. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but uh, man, I just why are you doing this to the to the champs though? I mean, they they've lost like talking about fifty fifty. Like they're probably like ten ninety now. I mean, they like they're they're losing more matches than they're winning matches as champions yeah. on Raw and SmackDown. It's absolutely terrible. Uh, we get Moist TV Vince with Karrion Cross. <sighs> Again, again, Vince, the buzz of this past weekend. We get Brian Danielson and Adam Cole. CM Punk comes return after over seven years, ladies and gentlemen. Paul White comes back and competes in a match. The Chicago crowd. How did he look by? How did he look by the way, Paul White? I, no, oh, good, no, huh? Not not very good. I mean, you know, it's good that he came back, uh, but he he had a I think he recently had a hip surgery uh yeah. recently and he, and he was like limping. It was it was it was pretty short and pretty uh pretty anticlimactic. It, it was it was really kind of like a popcorn match uh in between before the main event and after I think Punk and Darby, I think it was. But yeah, it was a filler, but I mean Show, I mean, that's the one that's one of the reasons why he left WWE because he still wanted to wrestle and they didn't want yeah. to wrestle anymore. So he got you know, he got his opportunity to wrestle. And a cute and QT Marshall is definitely a good uh a person to he has enough heat 
And he, I mean, he's a trainer. He's a wrestling trainer. So he, he knows how to, he knew how to protect him. And he did. He, he protected him pretty well. So I will give him that. But the, the match was definitely lackluster. Um, yeah. So we get Karrion Cross, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, he's on Moist TV. I mean, Vince, why? Well, because he, we had to establish this riveting tagline. That's why he's on Moist TV. Did you hear the riveting tagline at the end? Uh, I heard the interview, but I probably oh, purposely bro, forgot. This, this, remember Austin 316? Yes. How many T-shirts that sold? Yes. Well, you ain't seen nothing. Because when that fall and pray t-shirt comes Ooh. out, bro, when that fall and pray t-shirt comes out, watch yeah. out, bro. Like, yeah. oh, my yeah. God, really, bro? This is the best you guys can come up with. Yep. Yeah. Fall yeah. and pray. Yeah. that's that's been That's something that they've been saying for a while with um, when Scarlett was there, which I still don't know where the heck she's been. So they've used Fall and Pray? Oh, yeah, that's a part, that's a part of his theme song. Oh, God, bro. Yeah. Okay. All righty, then. Pray was in the very beginning of, of Karrion Cross's uh, gimmick. Uh, Scarlet was the one who would say it. So, But no one knows where she is. She's just, where in the world is Scarlet? <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Um, next we have, uh, yeah, and then, the, the, and then where's The Miz? The Miz turns on morrison they don't even have a match the next week gets replaced and i'm still waiting for these reports of morrison having these this big baby face push and we get just terrible moist tv segments it's just one of those things man there's just some people who you know who's just there for the money you know, and Morrison just seems like he's just there for the money. I can't, I, there's nothing about John and I know, and John Morrison's a really, really nice guy. I'm like, I, I like the guy, but there's nothing about John Morrison that I can see as far as him being there is worth saying, you know what? Yeah. I'm really looking forward to going to work today. You know what I mean? Like it just, yeah. uh, they got me another moist TV segment with some cr crappy lines with carrying cross oh man i'm getting i'm jobbing out to Omos this week oh man i'm jobbing to uh carrying cross this week oh man i'm oh miss is going to turn on me this week oh man i just oh we're not there's no not there's no payoff to this oh come on man what's going on i i just don't see how the miz i don't see how morrison enjoys coming to work with yeah, no, well, I think there's a lot of people in that category, bro. I mean, uh, come on, absolutely. come on, come <laughs> absolutely, on. yeah. Um, next, we get Carrying uh, Cross defeating John Morrison, and Nia Jax cuts a backstage interview. She said something about Charlotte cut an interview before. Yeah, Charlotte cut a promo uh, before, and like all they keep talking about is like what they're going to do to each other. I'm gonna. I'm going to bash the belt over her head and I'm going to stick this up her bum. And like, that's like, uh, like, like it's ridiculous, bro. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. I was, I was here. Uh, it looks like someone said that uh, Miss is going to be a dancing with the stars. Oh, is that why he's gone? <laughs> okay. So why they turn him? Oh, terrible. God. Uh, Charlotte Flair defeating Nia Jax. Um, when I saw this, I said, 
So you bumped all this up. Last week was completely about bumping up Nia Jax, making her this monster. And it doesn't take the 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 literally the next week, Vince. Boom, all back down the tank. I mean, do you think that okay? So here's a couple theories, and let me know what you think about this. It seems like either one, they wanted to stretch this and make Nia like some type of monster heel, or they put the kibosh on it a week later because of the botches, or an option C that you may that you can think of. What what are why? Why Vince? Why why the quick start stop? Well, I here's what I feel. Here's what I think happened. This is what it looks like to me. Remember the same week we had the dissension between Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler was the same week that Alexa Bliss confronted Charlotte. It looks like for some reason, bro, I don't know if it was a COVID test. I don't know what it is. It looked like for some reason, Alexa could not make last week's show. That's what it looked like. So Alexa's not there. So now we've got to put Nia Jackson, Charlotte together. Yeah. So now we put Nia Jackson, Charlotte together. Now the following week, Alexa's back. So we'll continue Charlotte and Alexa and Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler again, you know, like that. That's what it looked like to me. But like, I'm, I'm, Chris. Let Let's be honest. Do you really think there's one one person out there, one that cares about a Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler feud? One, no, no, one. I did hear that Alexa was there last week and she got written off the uh, like. Vince McMahon pulled like an eleventh hour rewrite, and uh, and and well, Alexa see, then, was then, off. then that makes no sense. Yeah, to me. yeah. yeah, that makes no sense to me. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense at all. What else doesn't make sense is uh, like uh, Bliss. So Bliss cuts a promo on the Tron. Lights goes off. She's still doing the Bray Wyatt gimmick. Uh, with the lights goes off, and then she appears in the ring. I mean. This is supposed to be mysterious. When Bray was doing it, it was supposed to be mysterious and intimidating. Now it just feels like cheesy and corny. Like, yeah, they're like there's no point for it. Yeah, like, it's, it's, you're it's like what, what is the point? Charlotte's not afraid. Yeah, she turns around. She's like, oh, yeah. okay. This so what's your point? And bro, right. And he, here's, here's the angle. Here's the angle. I want that. That That's the angle. She she wants the belt. That That's the angle. Okay. Wow. Uh, yeah, I just I don't understand again why am I excited about Alexa Bliss versus Charlotte and the way that they're doing it. I, I just don't understand it. Um what else I don't understand is these Reggie promos. He had a whole vignette now. He has a yep. vignette before his match. Yep. He defeats Akira Tozawa. And okay, so we knew that was gonna happen. But this was the biggest shocker to me, Vince Russo. So, of course, you know, 24-7 wrestlers come out, right? They're kind of like, you know, 24-7 wrestlers has established themselves as being basically the bottom of the barrel when it comes to the raw talent. Drew Kulak's there all the, you know, every week. And, you know, we, we usually get the Drew Kulak's in this world, the Kirito Zawas, 
our truth made it his thing is basically all this revolves around him, you know, being 24 seven champion. We get squeaky Cedric comes back. Mm-hmm. Uh, he tries to do a, he tries to grab Reggie. Somehow he eludes him. Reggie eludes squeaky Cedric. And then he hits himself on the, the turnbuckle uh, pad. And so, okay. So we get a bunch of other wrestlers that come out, Vince. We get the Juco Lack signing again. But this time we get a Jackson Riker signing. And we get a Jeff Hardy signing. Wait a minute. They were in that mess? Yes. Oh, Squeaky Cedric comes out first. Are you kidding me, man? They Squeaky were in Cedric that mess. Carrillo comes out after that, right? And then when Reggie dives out, Jackson Riker and Jeff Hardy was there. Oh, my gosh, bro. Well, at least what? (laughs) At least we got the answer to CM Punk, Adam Cole, and and Brian Daniel. Yes, yes. And Brian, right? We got the answer to them. Which was who? Which was who? Correct. So, so Khan is like, hey, you know what? Okay, (laughs) I, 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 I see your your Brian Danielson, your CM Punk. And you're Adam Cole. I'm gonna raise you, Jackson Riker, Humberto Carrillo, and Jeff Hardy, and a 24/7 spot, and Reggie. <laughs> Is there more? And Joey. Time out! Time out! Time out! Joey! Time out! Joey! No, bro. The Daniel Bryant. CM Punk, Adam Cole counter. Yes. Was Drake Maverick. (laughs) (laughs) That was the count. And bro, listen, but hold on, because next week, Tony Khan is going to sign Drake Maverick. There it is. He's going to be on AEW next week. Right there. Oh. Drake Maverick was, I'll spot you and I'll raise you. Okay. I'll call and I'll raise you. Drake Maverick, ladies and gentlemen. That's it right there. Drake Maverick does it. He, he's the one. He's he's the one. Um, next we have uh, <laughs> Drake Maverick. Oh, you know, Drake's the man. He, he worked with, did you work when he was Spud? I did not work with him, but um, I was a big fan of his, his Spud. I love yeah, when he was too. doing that thing with EC3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a big fan of it, too. Yeah. Um, next we have... Um, the uh, I'll we have the do job backstage interview, so even Reed's not available this week, but do drop is giving promos now as he's doing the and we're we're starting the do drop illusion, Vince. Whoa, look, what? Vince, hold on, Vince. Not only am I going to spot and raise you, Drake Maverick. <laughs> I'm going to um, further raise you, do drop a loose. Hey, I got to tell you, I don't know. Like, listen, Eva Marie seems to be in really good spirits. Like, she's happy to be there. So, like, okay, I'm hats off to you. But, like, what the freak are we doing here, man? <laughs> what are we doing, Collecting bro? Check, man? Collecting a check, yeah. Um, New Day defeats Mansoor and Ali. And then uh, Styles and Omos defeats the New Day. 
Bro, you know what bothered me more than anything about this match, bro? Like, and bro, the, these are guys that have been around for a long, long time. Um, we had um Crowbar and um who's the other guy? Uh Mason T Bar. Mason T Bar absolutely beat the crap out of Mansar Ali and New Day. They come down, bro, selling for the first two minutes. Yep. And five minutes into the match, we're running yep. ropes and flippy. And I'm like, come on, guys. Like, how long have you been in the business, bro? How long have you been in the business? Bro, you, you know, Chris, you and I are old school. Bro, do you remember the old, do you remember the old, the heel gets heat on the baby face right before the pay-per-view? Oh, my God. Is he going to make it to the pay-per-view? Is yep. it? Three days away. He's three days away. And then the the baby face comes out at the pay-per-view selling yep. and sells the whole time. And yep. and 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 the the heel needs to slip on a banana peel in order mm-hmm. to create it. No, do you remember the art of that? Oh, this, yeah. this Apollo Creed sold his back for for two minutes and by the time we got to the end he, he's diving off of the top rope and yeah. with I'm, I'm like guys how long have you been doing this like come on what what was the whole point of those guys getting heat on everybody that exactly exactly what's the point what is the point it's just, it, i agree with you so much man come it on doesn't, it doesn't man. make sense why do i care first of all they did this to extend somehow extend this to the end of the show which oh doesn't make sense gosh, and then you get the reason why you do the an outlet or, or or way to pause this and extend it to the end was to have mason t-bar beat up xavier woods and kofi kingston and mansoor and ali just for them to say well you know what we're gonna do the rest of it tonight Sonya Deville is saying to to pop them for some reason it's just, again, again, Vince, this is all of all of pro wrestling are hardcore fans at this point. All right. So what are you doing to please the hardcore crowd? All right. When I look at this, I say, Vince McMahon, look. I don't, he, he doesn't care. He's like, well, he's like, I, I just don't care. Chris, he, here's why he, here's why he doesn't care, bro. This is all you have to do to have any hope in this show whatsoever. Okay, bro. All you have to do is end the show with Nia Jax and, uh, Bro, com- coming off of last week's, which looked like half shoot, half work, mm-hmm. come off of that, bro, with some kind of a, you know, no holes barred street fight, and these girls are really going to beat the crap out of each other type of thing. Let that be your main event. Bro, if you cared this much, this much, all you got to do is send Becky Lynch at the end of that match. Yeah. That's all you, and you don't, bro, you don't even have to go anywhere with it. You don't even have to go, but like just that one little hope. You care so little that you won't even do something like that. And you know what's so funny? Like AEW has a bunch of former WWE wrestlers at 
their disposal to bring in. Like, who does WWE like? How can WWE even pop a reaction at this point? You know what I mean? Like, how what can WWE do, Vince, to even pop a reaction? Like, we we did that with Brock. He he was gone, you know, for two weeks after that. He he will be back on Friday. He wasn't even there last week, so he's gone two weeks after after his react after coming back. And then, and, we, and speaking of that, we couldn't have we couldn't have had a Goldberg training video, right? Exactly. We we got the uh, we got the scruffy beard uh, promo last week going into his uh, truck, but you know we couldn't we couldn't do that. I, I, again, I just don't understand. Like you, you have so much production, you have so much ability ability for pre tapes. You're spending your pre tape budget on Reggie, but not but not Goldberg. Chris, I just can't imagine. I can't imagine just owning a company and not caring about your product. I agree. Well, that's like you going to work every day and and not caring about your patient. I I can't fathom that. I can't fathom me working here every single day on Russo's brand and waking up every day and not caring about my. I can't. I can't fathom that. I don't. That's why I can't relate to it, bro. I agree. 100%. I can't relate to it. I like I said, that one little Becky Lynch thing, that's all you got to do to save this mess. That's yeah. all you have to do. Something to put, like something to cause a cliffhanger. Like every single week on Raw, there's no cliffhanger. I talked about that too when I went there on Friday. I, I was big on that too. Nice. I said, you, you guys care so little. That there can't be a cliffhanger? Yeah. A like, cliffhanger. really? A cliffhanger? This is episodic bro. television. Episodic television shows have cliffhangers. I just don't understand. Like, this is a, you've been doing this for uh, approaching 29 years. Raw is, uh, in January, Raw has been on the air for 29 years, Vince. You know what cliffhangers are. You, we saw them. Why isn't that a must? That that is a that would be a necessity if I was a producer. I, this is a weekly episodic television show, and and Monday Night Football next week. If, if you were ever gonna have a cliffhanger, bro, exactly. ever if you were ever gonna run Becky in, yeah. this is the week to do it, bro. Yep. Those cliffhangers are just a lost art nowadays. And, uh, of course, we get Bobby Lashley and MVP beating Styles and Owens, and they're going to be the number one contenders. Uh, and then, uh, Lashley eats an RKO, and then they celebrate, and Lashley's on the, on the, on the mat just, like, sitting there looking at him. And I'm like, okay. So, like, I didn't even see that because of my, uh, I was going between taped and so he got choke slammed and RKO'd. Yeah, sure did. Okay. Yep. Very nice. What a way to build a star, Vince. What yeah, a way to build a star. Nice. <laughs> Your biggest star on Raw. He gets double choke slammed <laughs> and he gets RKO'd. And he's got to sit there looking at so they celebrate at the corners, Riddle and, and uh Orton and and Vince's. I mean uh Lassie's just He's just like sitting there, like sweating and looking up at him. You know, it's like so, so Orton is now tag champs with RKO with, with he, Riddle. With Riddle, he RKOs Lashley two weeks in a row, and we're gonna believe that Orton's gonna be Lashley and be the new champ. 
Exactly. I was thinking the same thing. Like this is so predictable. And 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 predictable is not always bad, you know, but but this is predictable in a very very bad way. Like we know with the WWE booking, we, we like this is pretty clear now. The person going and having the advantage before the pay-per-view is the one who's going to lose. All right. So week 2 of Randy Orton RKOing Lashley, bringing him down to size, which again, that should not be happening. Lashley should be plowing through every single person every single week. This, like, and he's a heel. Heels don't come from behind. Like, he's come on. I mean, again, who, like, do, do the writers, like, do they watch old school wrestling? Heels don't come from behind. The babies come from behind. The heels are the one dominating, getting all the heat while the babies come from behind. The crowds get they they're 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 gaining, you know, uh, backing from the crowd. They come from behind because the heels are being dominant. For two weeks in a row, Vince, lastly has been com- coming from behind as if he's a baby. Yeah. And he's the most dominant person on the road. Drew McIntyre is a heel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Right. And Sheamus is coming from behind uh, with, with Drew being, he's supposed to be the baby. It's just, it's a weird booking, uh, way of booking nowadays, Vince. Speaking of uh, booking, what's not weird is the brand. Let them know about it, my man. Hey, Chris, can you change that my name on here now? Can you, If I tell you put something in there, could you put it in there or you can't do that? Uh, I can put something on the screen right now yeah Uh, yeah i want you to put this on the screen because i only want to steer people to one thing okay and it's important to me um i do a show every week called that's life um and i've been doing it for seven years and i always consider it the most important show of the brand today i did a special show on my good friend daphne I want everybody to see it. I think it's very important. Here's where it is, uh, Chris. It's on my Twitch. So it's twitch.tv forward slash Vince Russo live. So guys, if you only check out one thing, I think it's important that you watch this. Um, So it is twitch.tv forward slash Vince Russo live. I spend the whole show talking about Daphne, uh, suicide, uh, things that I think are very, very, very important, more important than what we talk about here. So hopefully you guys will check that out. 100%. And uh, also check out Vince and I's um, uh, writing with Russo. We we took a, a, a big portion uh, discussing uh, Daphne. So again, uh, prayers go to uh, the family of uh, of Shannon, and uh, just it's really really tough time in in, in pro wrestling. Um, really difficult, you know. Again, me as a therapist, seeing this stuff, I'm just like, man, I just I wish I could just help somehow, like talking to the family, talking to the I, friends, you know. I you swear, know, when like, something like, like that happens, Chris, like. I just, I wish like the wrestling media and all the news sites, I swear to God, bro, when something that devastating and tragic happens with a lot of the roots of it being wrestling, Mm. 
I really wish they would take a day off. Mm. I, I swear to God, I wish they would say, you know what? There's not going to be any news today. And, and we're, we're going to think about Daphne. We're going to think about how, you know, the wrestling business could have been, you know, a, a part of this. Yeah. That's because, bro, like, you know, this tragic, tragic things happen. And then two minutes later, we're on to AEW and it's nah, bro. She yeah. she deserved more than two minutes later. We're on to AEW. Yeah. So that's why, like, I made sure I stopped everything today and just dedicated an entire show. Come on, guys. Like, it's like I, I just wish at some point wrestling media, you know, dirt sheets, all that stuff would just realize, like, man, bro, there are really things that that are like just so much more important, man. Yeah, it is, and uh, as a, you know, I agree with you 100%, Vince. It's just the, the the issue. The the unfortunate part is that that's that's the griminess and grittiness of journalism, man. It's just, I mean, it's it's everything's a new story, you know. I mean, unless you get a new story, you're not getting clicks, and like if you're not getting clicks, you're not getting. You know, I, I mean, Chris, it's like at the end of the day, and I I don't want to harp on this, but people have flown right by. Yeah. At the end of that video she did, she said, I want my brain to go to Boston. Boston. And she shot herself in the chest. Mm. Bro, that tells you everything. That tells you that this girl knew at some point in her life because of a head injury, because of head trauma, her life completely changed. Yes, like, how are we not talking about how how is Daniel Bryan showing up on AEW more important than that? Mm-hmm. I mean, this this girl took her own life and made sure she said before she did it. I want my brain examined and I want you to see what was wrong with me because of injuries I suffered in the ring. Like what is more important than that? We went right past that. Yeah. It's like, come on guys. Like, I mean, at some point we, we yeah. got to really take some things a little bit more serious. Did she even get a salute at all or pause or anything at, uh, for WWE today and all? No, I don't even think she got a mention. I didn't see a mention. I think AEW said something about her, mentioned yeah. something about her, but 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 anyway, bro, it's just like you know. I mean, we get just so caught up. I I I you know, Chris. I know you're a Christian guy, and I am too. And I swear to God, God like hit me with something a couple of months ago, and 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 I use this all the time now. And what I to put everything in its proper perspective, here's what I say, bro. What what when you're dead. Is any of this stuff going to matter? No. Is any of this stuff going to matter? When you are no longer living and breathing on this planet, is, you know, Daniel Bryan and Adam Cole showing up on AEW going to mean anything to anybody? I just wish, like, we, we have to at some point take everything in its proper perspective, bro. Vince, I got a confession to make, man. Yeah. They're both going to be in my will. 
So uh, they Daniel Bryan and and uh, <laughs> yeah okay all who right else did you hey, say? Bro, bro, come <laughs> on. bro don't don't make a joke of that how many wills are they going to be in like seriously <laughs> yes, bro oh come on. you know you that's know true. those guys are in somebody's some Mark's will so Mark's you know yeah. uh, all right five dollars go to Daniel Bryan and seven dollars <laughs> and twenty seven cents goes to Adam Cole. <laughs> But yeah, man, guys, sometimes we just got to stop and like, wow, it's like we got to look at things that really matter sometimes. I agree. And for the record, uh, Daniel Bryan will not be in my wheel. Just just for the record, (laughs) someone to clip that off and and make it it a thing. Uh, No, he will not be in my wheel. Ladies and gentlemen, he's Vince Russo. I'm Dr. Chris Featherstone. This is the, there you go, ladies in a row. And uh, man, I'm glad that uh, we can, Throughout all the difficulties in life, man, uh, we can we can have fun and uh, enjoy the the raw with you all and and, and have a great time. So, with that being said, did you have just a good say night. enjoy and raw back to back? Hold on for a second. Oh man! Yeah, come on, Chris. Let's, let's not get panicky. Let's I think I said panicky. watch raw and enjoy life. Okay, all right, because I heard raw and enjoy back-to-back. All right, yeah, wrap it up, Chris. Wrap it up. <laughs> I haven't enjoyed raw since, like, oh. 72? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Zabisco era. Yeah. No, 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 no. Bruno era. Bruno era. Yeah, yeah Bruno. Yeah. yeah, Bruno and the uh, – yeah, Bruno and uh, – um, uh, Billy Graham. That's a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bruno oh, my God. I, well, bro, what would you give if that's what we were watching instead? Oh, wow. my God, bro. These reviews would be on oh, fire, man. man. I oh, I'd give anything to be watching that instead. Yeah, I would love it, man. Yeah. Well, you know, we got to make the best out of, we, out of what we do every every week. Uh, <laughs> and enjoy Raw. <laughs> 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 Have a good night, everybody. <laughs> so long. Bye-bye.